Greetings, troubled listeners. Welcome back to the Troubled Men Podcast. I am Renee Komen, sitting in the ring room with my co-host, the original troubled man for troubled times and future mayor of New Orleans, Mr. Manny Chevrolet. Welcome, Manny. Thank you, Renee. Okay. <laughs> Thank you once again for, you know, getting me here on time, I guess. Yeah. Close, Am I on close time? Enough, close enough. Close enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah you know, life saying. is a struggle, Renee. Yes. I, life yeah. is a struggle. Yes. And, and it, it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a battle. Okay. <laughs> it's a battle which I'm losing every day. Oh, no, you're winning, man. No, I'm losing the battle. No, you're here. Uh, you're looking yeah, good. The hair's uh, looking good. Yeah, well, my hair always looks good. Right. You know, so, that's well, that's like half, some people I know. That's half the battle. Yeah. You know, you can't uh, get someone to cut your hair right. Well, I don't know. I was looking in the mirror today as I was coming here. I was thinking, my hair is not that much different than yours. I mean, it's a little bit taller on top, but I mean, the general well, shape of it. Well, you use a different size bowl, probably. <laughs> is that it? Well, I, I'm not sure. Because you don't go to a barber. I don't. I don't. Is I mean, I have. You, I have. You have. But, but, but not recently, because I haven't okay. had good results. But I, I might try your barber. We talked about yeah, that in the last podcast. Yeah. My, my, what's his name? I don't remember. Okay, well, He's an old man. The guy on Oak Street. It yeah, doesn't hear well, you said. Bud, Mr. Bud. Bud, okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah, you know, he's a good guy. Right on. But, um, so what's going on with you? Well, you know... I didn't know we were doing this podcast tonight, I know. so I didn't write anything. Uh, uh, apologies. I, uh, you know, that we're, we're finishing up the high holidays uh, tomorrow. It's the beginning of uh, Yom Kippur, so it's uh, going to be a... What do you mean, we? I'm well, not finishing the, any holidays. The, the, uh, you the, are finishing the, holidays. The Jewish community. Yeah, okay. Um, so anyway... You're in a community? Yeah, it's a community. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so anyway, yeah, it it's kind of kills the week here. But uh, so I appreciate you um, fitting the, fitting the Troubled Men podcast. Let me ask here. you a question. Yes. All right. We're, what is this, October? We're in October? Yep, mm-hmm. How much longer do you want to do this? Because <laughs> I'm getting, I mean, it's like, I couldn't remember last week's episode. That's why I posted all that negative stuff. <laughs> I guess I was so bored with it. That's why I posted it. Oh, well. You know. Well, it'll come out this week. You'll get yeah. to hear it all. It's all, it's all in there. So, because, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm looking you know, at, uh, go ahead. I'm saying I'm having fun. We still have uh, pages of guests that, that uh, you know, seem like they're worthwhile guests. That, pages? Yeah. Pages of guests. Pages of guests. Really? Yeah. Like, what, like what? Like a novel? Like well, a, well, like you know, like I have. I'll show you this page here. So, like that's that's a you, that uh, looks like Jack Nicholson's book from The Shining. It does look like Jack Nicholson's <laughs> book from The Shining, except they're all different. You yeah. see, and so some of them are crossed out, but a lot of them are not. And uh, you know, those are all people that I'm trying to fit in, and we we find new people all the time. Like our it guest, is a dream. our guest tonight. It's a dream know? to be yeah, on this show. The dream. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our guest tonight. We didn't. That he's not. He didn't even make the list because he just came up, and I, I thought, oh, well, that's a good guest. He's a timely guest. So let's. He, you don't even have to make the page. Let's get him right into the ring room. Um, well, so we're kind of in impeachment season. I'm, I'm uh, you know, I've, all this talk of impeachment, it, it makes me, uh, you know, a little bit um, sentimental. You know, I'm, I'm thinking back to my childhood, you know, of uh, people like Sam Rayburn and John Dean and Halderman yeah. and Ehrlichman and, you know, back to the, the 90s with uh, Bill Clinton and names like Monica Lewinsky and Ken Starr. All right, where are you going with this? I don't know. Just, just <laughs> I have no idea where you're going. I don't know. All right, yeah, so you're, it, it brings back your youth. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your parents were, were, like, 
uh, 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 they were like watching the TV. They were glued to the television during the Watergate hearings. Well, I was. I'm not. Yeah. I think they were probably trying to ignore it because they. Were, my father was a, a Nixon supporter, so oh, okay. I, I think he, he was one of those people that All thought, right. just burn the tapes, just burn them, burn them, just say, oh well, you know, there's a you know a fire happened. What are we gonna do? So you were glued to the Watergate hearings. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was, I was interested. I, I thought it was history in the making. And I knew you were like, slightly... what, 10 years old yeah, or something? Yeah, it was about, about there, 10, yeah. 11. And you were a lonely kid, right? I was a lonely yeah. kid. It's <laughs> yeah. all by myself. Yeah. <laughs> See, I was watching two free, uh, not two, uh, three Stooges. Three Stooges, sure. Yeah, sure. stuff. Well, and I, I was would... watching Speed Racer and stuff. Right, no, I did that as you well. Know, I did that as well. Because uh, the Watergate hearings were more before that would all start. You know, they would, they would, they would go off at like 4 o'clock. New Orleans time, and then you'd have your Speed Racer time, and Three Stooges, and Tom and, and Kimba. Jerry. Remember Kimba? I Did don't. you ever watch Kimba? What is that? Kimba was a cartoon about a lion, hmm. a white lion, hmm. who had a white friend, okay. a human friend, uh-huh. and they just had adventures. And um, I've heard the name, but I yeah, can't say I've ever Kimba seen Kimba the, the White Lion. Okay. Yeah, it was a very racist cartoon. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well... No Kimbo one... the White Lion was in Africa. Okay. But I, I don't remember seeing every, any Africans. Any Africans there? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like, yeah. like, uh, like um, those Tarzan movies. And you know who would, make, who would make an appearance on Kimba, like a special guest appearance on hmm. Kimba, would be... What was uh, the mechanic on Speed Racer? What was his name? Uh, Joe or something like that. Yeah, he would show up on Kimba for no reason really? whatsoever. Yeah, really. This is my childhood. Wow, yes. man. Yeah. Wow, and no LSD involved in this. These recollections. I this was nine pre- years old. Okay, all right. Man. Come on. But you started smoking pot when you're about that with the with the mailman, or no? Was it? A little bit How do after you know that? Because you, you've talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> you talked about it on the podcast. The mailman. Ray the mailman. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's dead now. Yeah. Well, he I, got fired from the post office. But not for that. And then he... Uh, or, well, I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> Some <laughs> impropriety. But the uh, last time I saw him was on Motor Avenue in West L.A. He was begging for change. Really? And he was trying to sell stamps. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And back then, stamps, they, didn't, they weren't forever stamps then. Right, right, They right. were uh, right now stamps. Yeah. <laughs> use them today yeah, or they're no good. had to use them now. Right. And he's probably dead now uh, with no pension. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, well, I, I went to, I visited the uh, Troubled Men podcast staff physician this, this, uh, this week or last oh, week. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a, had a good once over, good going over. And I uh, yeah. got my blood back, my blood work back, and uh-huh. it turns out I'm healthy as a horse. That's a shame. I know, I know, yeah. I knew it was going to be, be uh, but I also did get a, a chest CT scan. Have you heard of these? Turns out if you have uh, more than 30 pack years of cigarette smoking in your history, that uh, your insurance will cover a, a low-dose chest CT scan. And what happened with that? Uh, I got a little bit of scarring. A little bit of scarring, but no masses, no, uh, no, um, no gross, so that's good. No cancer. Well, yeah, I just, I went and saw our physician a, few, a couple months ago, and as always, they call me and say, everything's fine, and I, I get pissed off. I yeah, you're like, hoping for some bad yeah. news to, to let you, some, some way out, well, an easy way out. to answer the questions that I have, I mean, I have pain all over my body. I, like, I huh. wake up screaming. Um, I got pains on my side really constantly and they say you're doing fine well, so the only thing I, I don't know I, I, it's, it's like really I'm doing fine they said everything's okay Mr. Manny 
And so now I wait another year to go see him. Huh. But he's a good guy. He is a good guy. Yeah. He, he, when, it, when, I, when I went to see him, he had a uh, pink polo shirt on and a pair of khakis. I said, uh, you know, I said, you really got dressed up today. Yeah. <laughs> I said, uh, it's Friday. I said, okay. Well, you know, That's you could, his casual could, Friday? Yeah, it's casual Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I said, you know, you could put a, put a lab coat on anyway. Just, just fake it, you know? Well, you know, he could wear gloves, too. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, I, I always feel like it's a, a bit of a... Um, it's a sign of his comfort with me that he doesn't glove up, you know. He's, he's did he not, talk about me at all? He did actually yeah. ask about you. Yeah, yeah. he said, How, how's, how's your friend? And I said, he's doing good. He said, friend? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and well, you said, okay? I said, you're doing good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, all right, so listen, speaking of gloves, okay. our next guest, <laughs> he wears gloves a lot. Oh, okay. I have no idea. But go ahead. Do you have something to talk about or before we? Oh, well, I mean, we can introduce and we can touch on some of these other these other points. You know, if it, if he uh, if he runs out of stuff to talk about himself. I wanted to talk about something. Okay. Our our next guest is a musician. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of musicians on this show. It's because, we're, you know, we're here in Atlanta, and um, <laughs> we have a lot of musicians on this show. It's a music uh, town. Yeah, music town. Um, I you know. I, I, I've been on the I for my new position at my job. I'm on the phone a lot, and I'm on hold a lot. Oh, okay. And I hear this on hold music. It's the worst. So who who gets paid to do this on hold music? Are you know you know musicians Man. like you would do this? You, you know they get licensed to do that. I I don't have those kind of connections. You don't have the connections because the, then I thought to myself, how okay, many people are listening to that? Some of the stuff ro- is actually you know for thirty seconds or so it's kind of okay. Okay, but for like four or five minutes it's not so good anymore. It was it used to kill. I don't think it was Entergy or someone. They had the worst. Music, even worse than Guitar Center. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just a, a, a like a fifteen minute solo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For a while, like, oh my god, kill me! But then I think to myself, okay, there's this music that that is made for on, to being on hold. Mm-hmm. So we had, I think, a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember his name. Uh, a guest who won an award, a Grammy. Uh, his band, yes, the, Andre Michou. Michou, yeah. I guess I said his name wrong again. Andre Michou from uh, the Lost Bayou. No, Universe. that wasn't him. But oh, okay. anyway, he did win uh, a Grammy though. Um, I'm thinking to myself, are there? Do they have awards for on hold music? <laughs> <laughs> you know, call them the holdies. I was or thinking something? about that the other day. I was like, <laughs> hey, I was in the store and they were playing like, I don't know. It was like even not that bad. It was like Joan Jett, and mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I want to hear some music. I want to hear some, like, <laughs> yeah. some Kmart. Yeah, like, right. They have tapes that you can go on YouTube and, and listen to. It brings you back. You know, we were talking about off air about the old TV shows. Right. Watching, I, I love to watch Johnny Carson still. Yeah. I'm, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, Johnny's and, uh, the man. Go back and listen to some old, like, yeah. I don't know. I just don't want to. I don't want to hear uh, top forty in the. So store is anymore. but okay. Let's introduce our guest. Before oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who am I, by the way? Yeah. 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 Who are so, you? The mystery man. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So far, uh, yeah. but well, they already know who Does you anybody are. Anybody call in? They can guess who. <laughs> okay. See, see, this is a bit of a, a a construct that doesn't actually play out because by the time they're listening to this, they already know who you are. So, you know. Oh. Because they've they've seen the the the. Yeah, title we were talking about how I I'm not 
I know a little bit about podcasts. All right, podcasts. stop talking for a second and let <laughs> Renee introduce you, because okay. this is his gig. Okay. okay. He has you're to introduce right. you. I'm not, I'm not the star. Uh, well, you are, but... You, but well, uh, you're the guest. You're the guest, you're the guest yeah, star. Yeah, guest star, that's right. You're the guest okay. star. You right. Scooby-Doo. I am Ed McMahon, and Renee is Renee. I'm the Harlem <laughs> Globetrotters. <laughs> that's right. And we are the Washington Generals. Um, whatever that team is that plays the... I don't know. I yeah, get I'm, it together, I'm, Okay, okay. Right. So... Uh, our guest uh, is not from New Orleans. He, he's from Florida, I believe. He's, but he's moved here just about the time that you did, Manny, the, uh, the late 90s, early 2000s. He's uh, had a band for a good long time, have like five records out. I think they're just releasing their fifth record. It's about to come out. Uh, his band Bipolaroid, is, uh, we've, we've been familiar with them for a long time. Uh, without further ado, Mr. Ben Glover. Welcome, Ben. Yeah, Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good yeah. to what see a one-handed you, one-handed clap sounds yeah. like. Right on, right on, right on. Good to good. see you guys. Thanks for having me. Well, just like uh, old days. Yeah, good, yeah, exactly. You know, I was saying back when we just went to a bar and drank. I know. And paid three hundred dollar rent. Yeah, I paid chicken. <laughs> yeah. I just would find a chicken, and pay Kelly Keller. I said, "Here, Kelly, I know you need the eggs. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so here's a chicken for you." You know, shout out to Kelly Keller, who would have been a great guest, but she's dead now. Yes, yes. So uh, I would pour this on the floor, but I would be afraid. <laughs> comes up in every slip. podcast. Yeah, and, uh, and you wouldn't be allowed in here again. <laughs> so, but when I knew you, we were you know I lived upstairs above the bar. Yes, and you were. I you, got invited to move into the building. Oh, okay. But but then in. Uh, but then I had already, I had just signed a lease like the, uh, the okay. month before. I yeah. was so pissed off. Yeah, because I was like, I live at the Circle Bar. Yeah, you live because you worked you worked in the CBD at that time. I wouldn't have to drive drunk home. Yeah, or yeah, just go upstairs. Yeah, but I'm, you were you were a bank teller at that time, weren't yes, you? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, Ben was a bank teller at Whitney. Was it Whitney? Yeah, yeah. I met yeah. I met Peggy from the Gory. So one of my first people I ever met okay. in town. I was like, this chick's cool. <laughs> I didn't know who she was. I was talking to her all the time. And then I went to a show and she was there. And but I remember because one time I went to the Whitney to cash a check. And you're like in a tie and a shirt and stuff like that. And then like two hours later, I see you like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like I just Clark Kent. I just wore it. <laughs> <laughs> so banking. Talk about banking. Being a bank teller. Uh, I just have g- no job skills. <laughs> And they pay more than uh, minimum wage, so yeah. I was like, "Well, I can count money." Yeah, you don't so have to have any qualifications to to, to get a I could job count, in the bank. I could count money, and that, I was that's a cashier for a bunch of different jobs. Okay. So I was like, "That's the only thing I'm good at is counting money." And so you told them that, and they said, "Okay, we'll they come said, aboard." Well, we'll give them a shot at the worst branch in, <laughs> and, in New Orleans. And that was crazy place, right? It was like fights and. People getting robbed all the time, and really, that one's not open anymore. I'm not going to mention which one that was because oh, okay. I actually really grew to like it. Okay. Yeah, I really grew to like all the people that come in there. We had a lot of characters, a lot of judges, and and like I knew the all the politicians. The, I'm the, sure yeah, police officers. Yeah, that some of the guys Warren Riley and the guy before him. They would come in before mm-hmm. they were chief of police. So Met all those guys. Let me ask you something. Being a bank teller, did, do you have to be drug tested and stuff like that? I want to say I did get drug tested. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't do any drugs then. I uh, I didn't even smoke pot. Everyone thinks I smoke pot. I don't smoke pot. Oh, okay. I just look 
stone. I never eyes. thought the that. The resting stone face. Yeah, yeah, you kind of do. <laughs> Your eyes always look a little bit stoned. <laughs> I was like, no, officer, get out of the car. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, there goes my privilege. Well, wow. I have a great uh, bank teller story. Um, I think I've said it before. And you might appreciate it. Is um, one time uh, my uh, now wife, but she was my girlfriend there, Marion. You know Marion. Yeah. Okay. This is before the kid was born and all that. And she had a tenant on the other side. And she had a bunch of deposits she had to make. She had like a bunch of checks. Added up to like, you know, before Katrina, it was like $3,500 know, $3, whatever. And I go with her to the uh, drive through teller and do the deposit and stuff like that. And then we get the receipt. We start driving away. And I'm looking at it and going, wait a minute, this is wrong. We've, have, we've got like $3,500 worth of deposits. This girl only credited you like, you know, $1,700. What, mm. what so we went back into the drive-thru and we got the teller, the same teller, and we said, listen, I think you got the deposit wrong. If you look at this deposit list, blah, blah, blah. She gets the bank manager, blah, 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 blah. It's all corrected. And then you know what the teller tells us as we leave? She says, uh, excuse me, ma'am, in the future, we don't add here. You're a fucking bank. That's all you fucking do is add, right? You would think. You would think, think they would be yeah. good at that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just in the future, we don't add here. So we have to do our own addition. Hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I can't tell you uh, what the deposit slips. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I have to know how many checks you had. Well, right. yeah, there was about four or five checks. Oh, uh, yeah, you're already over your limit. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even look at that. Yeah. They just throw it in the bin. But it just got to tell me, it just got to, got, it noticed, uh, like, you know, okay, someone who's probably a high school dropout or whatever, maybe a high school dra- get, graduate, got this gig without being screened or oh, without, no, there's without some, training. There's some dummies in there. Yeah. Well, now they have machines that they put the checks through that, that right. read the things. And look, sometimes they read them wrong. Sometimes they do. I, I got a shout out to uh, to my bank because uh, they actually caught an error that was in your favor I- against me. No, I mean, oh. so I had I had added incorrectly and I had shorted myself some money. And, oh. and the woman sent him back. She said, "Now again, she made me add him. I thought you know, she would just do it and add, right. put the right amount." She goes, "You know the she goes, this is a." a incorrect total and she sent all the checks back to me and I had to sit there in the car with a whole line of people behind wow. me and do the addition again <laughs> then I realized okay well yeah it's, I'd shorted myself the, the, $500 the thing that works in their favor is they check everything like three times you got the teller and then they send it to the next place the batch uh-huh. post or whatever they're, and, okay. they, and they run everything and if the numbers don't match up shut it down they gotta start over count right. everything again so uh, you're not getting one person checking in and it's going through. Now, sometimes you get two people fall asleep at the same time. <laughs> so I think it, it might go through three different. If, if it doesn't add up, then they re- yeah, it goes through a process. So that's why everything I do, I do at least three times because I, I fuck up every Like masturbating, you do at least three <laughs> times a day. <laughs> I give up after even the first time. I'm like, I quit. Yeah, I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm, I'm pushing uh, okay, all right. middle so age. Let's get rid of the banking career. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's talk we'll about your that. music career. Yes. Because you're not doing so well, are you? 
I'm all right. I'm doing all right. Okay. Um, I mean, I got. When I met you, you were doing Bipolaroid. I mean, they're putting out my records now. I don't pay for it anymore. But okay. remember, I remember when we were oh. we were hanging out at the bar. Didn't Polaroid the company Polaroid? Well, we got they a wanted little, to sue you. We got a little disagreement. Yeah, they wanted to sue you yeah, for, for using the word Polaroid. But, uh, well, for using bipolaroid. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. It <laughs> had the word Polaroid in it, and they yeah, said it had, that yeah. it's going to confuse people. It kind of did. Right. <laughs> I, I, they, they came down on you for a while, right? Yeah, we worked it out. Well, how, oh, yeah? how, how did that get resolved? Um, they went out of business. We, got, a, we <laughs> got lawyers, and we talked it out. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And actually, I had a real, uh, that's one thing I have to give a shout-out to. They don't exist anymore, but now they're a new group. It's called the Volunteer Lawyers for the Arts. Oh. And they also, but now they're called Ella. They're called what? Ella. Ella. Which I'm not sure what that stands mm-hmm. for exactly at this Don't they have a shout-out festival for Ella every year? They might. The- I'm thinking about, I want to do oh, a fundraiser Stella. for Ella. Okay, a fundraiser? A, a, a fundraiser for Ella because they, they provide uh, legal services for people that, or, or discounted services for musicians and artists that need uh, help sometimes. Okay. So definitely, I got a great lawyer in the situation back then. Her name was Marjorie Essman. Went on to, went on to uh, executive direct uh, the ACLU of Louisiana. Oh, okay. So wow. she was firestorm. Okay. And she really like stuck with me through the whole thing. I got to give her a shout out on there. I never forget her because I... I'd see her on the, on the news every time. I'd be like, yeah. Right well, on. I remember by Polaroid, the circle bar, you had keyboards, bass, drums, yeah. guitar. and But since, that was early 2000s, but since then. Mixes around. Yeah. I, I, like, you played a fundraiser for me. Oh, right. And you just had guitar, bass, and drums. Yeah, with two guitars. Yeah. Finding good keyboard help. It's hard. Uh so the band has kind of evolved over time. Well, it goes back and forth. I mean, we still, mm. even on all of our records, I still throw keyboards on there. Right. But, uh, yeah, we've been through a few keyboards. But it's 17 years, you know, you go sure. through guys and they move or the drummer doesn't like them or, you know, you right. got to have a drummer first. Yeah, yeah. Before you have a keyboard player. Okay. You know? Okay. But uh, we try to make up for it in different ways. We got uh, our our bass player. He sings a lot of backups. DC Harbaugh. Yeah, we add more. Yeah, I know. DC's in we the add band. More, we add more uh, different effects now, even since you saw, you've seen us, um, to make up for that sometimes live. But on the record, we'll do whatever we feel like doing. It's right. pretty much like... Because when I used to see you downstairs at Circle Bar, it, it sounded so like... You know, Pink Floyd kind of yeah. influence and stuff. But then, like, fast forward, like, 12, 14 years or whatever, and you played a fundraiser for me, and it was just rock and roll, man. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of... Yeah, we get through different periods of the band. Yeah. We've kind of... And now this one's kind of full circle. This yeah. one goes back to our maybe... Actually, one of the guys I started the band with, this British guy, Ben Sumner. Yeah. We did the first record together. Well, he, I said, let's do the new one together. Right. Well, okay. we did a long distance. He doesn't live here anymore. But I was like, let's go full circle. We explored all these different ideas. And now we're going to go back to maybe what the second album would have sounded like right. if we would have all stuck it out if Katrina hadn't <laughs> happened. <laughs> this whole alternate reality. Right. And that's kind all of right. the So let's go. You move. Where are you from? 
I'm not actually from Florida, but oh, okay. <laughs> but I have seen Florida Man so many times. I feel like yeah, that was so. A big, where are you you going? I'm keep originally that outside of uh, St. Louis area. Oh, St. So, Louis. Okay. Yeah. So how do you come down here? Well, I lived in Florida with my parents, and uh-huh. I'm. And you soon killed as I, them. As soon as I hit 20. <laughs> <laughs> and then you came here. I had to leave Florida. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I replaced Florida, we, them with... Renee with, and I always talk about Florida as being like the East Coast. How do we say? Well, we, we say that Arizona <laughs> is the West Coast yeah. version of Florida. Yeah, Arizona. But, yeah. but, but uh, otherwise, you know, Florida, yeah, Florida is the Florida weirdest is just, state in the union. Yeah, it's very well, We weird. actually have a Florida story. Should I jump to this Yeah, now? go ahead. I'd yeah. love okay. to hear it. Okay. So we talked about the, uh, the, the Tiger truck stop... Yes. Incident uh, at, yeah, in gross. Uh, this tech. is the update. I was yes. going to talk about the update. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Go okay. ahead. I don't have it written down. Though. Okay. So, so the just to to uh, recap, the there was a some truckers that stopped at the uh, Tiger Truck Stop, and they have a camel there. That's the the Tiger right side of Baton Rouge. Right. Tiger's no longer with us, but they have a camel. So the they cam- cooked the Tiger. Camel, camel's in a pen, <laughs> and uh, well, you don't want it to go to waste. Um, so the, the camel's in a pen. Their dog gets in there. The woman goes in to to retrieve the dog. The the camel sits on the lady, and so the the update is well, well, no, she the camel sits on the lady. And right. no, it, Go ahead. Oh, right, right. She sits. He sits on the lady in in order for her to to, to, to free herself. Right. She bites him on the testicles. It's a six hundred pound camel. Right. So yeah, we saw the the rest of the story. You and I most both must have yeah. seen it. Okay. So it turns out it was a sixty eight year old lady. So she was no spring chicken. Right. She broke ribs. She had like yeah, that fucking cow, cow yeah. really put his she weight on. Probably been a lot yeah. of testicles too. And wow. she smoked camels too. No. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> but, but so so yeah, she had they, they had to drain blood from her lungs because she had a punctured lung. Right. She broke her collarbone when the camel sat on her, and yeah. apparently she told her husband, "Just get the dog and get out of here. I'm already dead." She thought she was gone, a goner. Heard, yeah, go ahead. I heard this. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's crazy. The story yeah. gets more interesting. Yeah, but but apparently the Baton Rouge Hospital or wherever she was taken here, mm-hmm. but then they sent her to Florida. Uh huh. To get reevaluated and get more surgery done right. and stuff like that. Well, that's where she's from. So yeah, she yeah, she's from Florida, like you are. No, you're not from Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind um, of, kind of from Florida. But apparently, uh, what I heard is that her story wasn't totally straight. Okay, this is what I heard when she was talking to the uh, the Baton Rouge Police uh-huh. Department. Yeah, her story wasn't totally straight. Wasn't adding up. Yeah, it wasn't adding up. Uh, but anyway, she's alive, and, yes. um, and we don't the know camel's alive. Camel's alive. Yeah, yeah, the camel was treated with antibiotics <laughs> yeah, to, uh, <laughs> to stave off any, as a prophylactic measure. To I just want to know, who sues who in this situation? Well, the camel have... The camel sue, or does the lady sue? Well, it's funny I you should it's say that, <laughs> because, because in, the, in, the, in this additional reporting, she was saying, well... I wasn't totally at fault. Uh, I was partially at fault. The the truck stop is partially at fault because right. I was able to get in no, there. But the videotape shows. They do have videotape yeah, up. And I tried to watch it today, but it's so far away. I was trying to watch it on my yeah, phone. It's yeah. like, I don't know. You know you're going to have to get some real forensics to blow this thing up. And see I what, think maybe the three of us should go and reenact it. 
<laughs> go to Baton Rouge, <laughs> truck stop, climb, and no, climb in yeah. with the camel. You, you can play the woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll play yeah. the dog. I'll play the husband yeah. throwing the dog. Yeah. We need yeah. two people to play the camel to be the. <laughs> front of the ass. No, no, we have the real camel. The we'll camel will be there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. <laughs> I, I know, why don't we reenact the camel too? Yeah, I mean, why, why did he yeah. have to get bitten on the balls again? Actually, I don't want to drive out there. We'll get someone to reenact the camel. Okay, all right. Someone we got to know someone who's fat. Just get somebody uh, for Halloween. Hey, you want to be a camel for Halloween? Okay. <laughs> we can reenact it and have a right great costume. The you, oh, all right, okay. so Ben, back to Florida. You're in Florida, yes, and you come to New Orleans before Thank Katrina, God. like me, and that's how I, was I met fleeing you, Florida man. You were Florida man. I was fleeing him. You were fleeing. Yeah. Okay. So I meet you at the same time. Kind of. You moved here in what? 2000, 2001? Two thousand. Two thousand one. Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. I moved here in two thousand. I think. I didn't really start going to that bar until then. I was just like hanging in my house, playing guitar, writing songs. Right. You have a lot of money. Did you know musicians already here? Oh, you know who? Um, the one of the guys that worked at the bar. Soup chain, soup chain. They yeah. said, "Go yeah. meet soup chain." Oh, he really? A band member. So soup chain and I started wow. a band. At first, he was managing the bar. People told you to go meet wow. soup chain. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, that's. Uh, I, I was about 140 pounds back yeah. then, so I was like, "This guy looks like a junkie." Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I want to hang, hang just, with him. Why don't we go send him off with soup chain, and uh, you know. See what happens. Uh-huh. And what did so happen? We started a band called The Hip Replacements. We got about three or four gigs into it. Okay. And the guy I recruited for drums, we started by Polaroid after that. Okay. But um, we had, uh, I just, and then Soup was just like, it was my shift drink, comp, you know the drink. But I was like, I couldn't afford, I was making $8 an hour. So he was kind of like hooking me up. Well, he yeah, he was like, As they, here, getting the show for free. Kelly yeah. offered me a job to bartender there, but it was like two days after 9-11. I was kind of <laughs> like, um, is there going to be any work here? Like, I didn't know for sure. I, I should have jumped on it. I mean, I, maybe we wouldn't be standing here. Maybe I wouldn't have a band still. <laughs> I'd be doing something else. Well, Butterfly Soup was effect. a character. Oh. I mean, oh, he I was a, the guy. He was, still, a, he was an amazing character. You still uh, in touch with him? Is that what you're going to say? Occasionally, yeah. I was trying to get the band back Where together. Is, is he in Baton Rouge still? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Because, you know, he was always talking about, I'm on methadone, I'm kicking, I'm on methadone, I'm, I'm on methadone. And I'd wake up, because I had a job when I lived above the circle bar where I had to get up very early, just like my job now. Um, and I would always look out my window when I'd wake up, looking over Lee's circle, and I see Soup on his bicycle going to get his methadone oh, shot. Oh, going to the clinic. Yeah. Right. Yeah, going to get his methadone. He'd come back and he'd be all energized and stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Once that shit hits your, yeah. hits your brain, man. Well, you know, methadone was Richard Nixon talking about Watergate. Uh-huh. He's the one who started the methadone clinics. Oh, it was, really? It's Richard Nixon's war on drugs. Okay. Nixon... Uh, if you look this up, Nation, Nixon was the one who started the methadone clinics. Okay, push those. They call those. Uh, they call it liquid handcuffs because <laughs> yeah, uh, because yeah. people get on methadone and never yeah, get off. Yeah. Well, I yeah. was trying to explain to my my child the other day. The, she's the, on methadone. Well, no, she's thinking about getting on it. <laughs> okay. Um, no, about about how how I, I've known so many people to get on it and. It's, it ruins it's, it's their such lives. Such a racket because yeah. the doctors seems like n- none of them want to g- let you get off of, of methadone. You know, they, they while while it, 
they certainly could help you to wean off of it. They don't. Yeah. They don't want to lose a client because they get money from the government. They get. They charge the the, the clients uh, money. You know, so they'll do this thing. If 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 you say you want to wean off, they'll immediately cut your dose in half to where right. you immediately go into withdrawals, and then the person, you know, tries to white knuckle it for a little bit, and then they go start scoring dope because no, they're it, jumping it, out of their skin. It's and then the you, worst thing ever. You, you might as well go cold turkey. Yeah, well, you'd be better off. Yeah, 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 yeah. you'd be better yeah. off going cold turkey. But listen, speaking of cold turkey, it's we're halfway through the show, Ben, and you're exciting to me. Yeah, especially because you. you haven't shaved in a few days. <laughs> that was my child. She said, uh, "Don't shave your." She calls them the, my scratchies. She's three years old. Yeah. Don't nice. shave your scratchies. You look cute. Oh, uh, so I said, "All right, I'm nice. gonna I'm gonna let him grow out a little bit." Right okay, good. Well, we're gonna take a break, get another round. All right, and, and uh, um, we'll be right back. Yeah. And we're back, back in the ring room, back with Mr. Manny Chevrolet. I am hey. Renee Coleman, back with Ben Glover. Yo. Hey, Ben. So, Ben, um, you were, so we were talking about Bipolaroid, your band, and, but you have some exciting news on the Bipolaroid front. Your fifth record is coming out. Oh, right? yes. It's coming out in two weeks. We're playing at BJ's, which I love that bar. It reminds me of old New Orleans. It feels like What bar is this? BJ's. Have you been there? In the, it's in, in the, the Bywater. Bywater? Yeah, yeah. Man, you got to check it out. It I feels know. like when I go there, every time a little Freddie King plays there sometimes, I'm like, this reminds me of New- 1999 New Orleans. Oh, okay. It's well. dirty. It's old. It's <laughs> It stinks. Funky. It's yeah. funky. It stinks. It reeks of urine. It's not hard to find a bar yeah. like that in New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's one on every there's block. There's needles all over changed. the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing Perfect. has changed. Yeah. The doors aren't new. There's <laughs> nothing been renovated. It's... Completely the same place. It's yeah, been. I'm gonna go there real you soon. Gotta, yeah, yeah. You gotta come. <laughs> yeah, you might make it sound so appealing. <laughs> yeah, DJ Pasta's gonna DJ. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Shout out to DJ Pasta. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, tell us about the new record. So you're saying it's kind of a uh, throwback to to the the earlier bipolar. Yeah. Well, I wanted sound. to do a record with my old buddy who we started this band with. Okay, and uh, kind of he's kind of responsible for this band in a lot of ways. He kind of. Sh- I had a lot of songs, and he was like, no, we're doing only, we're only doing the British psychedelia. Okay. And I was like, okay, great. We'll do that. We'll pick those songs, and we'll play those, and uh, kind of shaped us into, gave us a direction a little bit. Okay. So uh, we did a lot of different lineups, and then uh, after the last record, I was like, because I told myself that might be the last one. And I was like, no, I don't like how that ended. I don't like how we ended that tour. And which was the same guys from your, uh, played your uh, benefit. Okay, yeah. Uh, DC. I and remember uh, and like the, I threw the, the drum. Right. I threw the kick drum, which was my kick drum. I was like, because I used to, Louis used to play the drums. I would jump into the drums and he would catch me <laughs> and throw me back out. And I jumped in the drums on this guy and he was fucking pissed. Oh, yeah. He was like, <laughs> didn't see the oh, yeah, he, I weigh more than him and I kind of hurt him and I feel bad. <laughs> but then I, I took the drum and I threw it across the room oh, just okay. trying to add some old of that feel we had at the time. And we don't do that kind of stuff anymore. But well, we, uh, we only raised we, like 80 bucks that night. So <laughs> I heard Dave Clements was like, they spend more money on food than they raise. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a flaw there. Flaw, flaw yeah. In the, uh, in well, arm. you know, we're we're. I'm a troubled candidate, and that's what happens. You know, I yeah, have the you right. You fall into trouble. 
Well, you know, I have the answers to all our problems in this city, but no one wants to elect the mayor. If you just had a city credit card, it would have yeah, been your problem. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that yeah. would all work out. Well, that was when, in, in Manny's first campaign. That was one of the one of the pitches. Was look, all of you people have real jobs to go back to. Yeah. You know, I really need this. <laughs> <laughs> I need this. Gig, <laughs> I'm yeah. really motivated. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an attorney. I, I don't have a practice. I really need this job. Yeah. Um, well, so speaking of Dave Clement. Clements, uh, I saw that that you have a, a, a non bipolaroid gig coming up. You're you, you're doing We're a supposed to. Graham yeah, I'm Parsons still trying to get together uh, with them. We've been talking gig. about this for yeah. I'm sorry, I mean uh, interrupting. No, yeah, no. we're doing the Graham Parsons birthday gig, and uh, we just got to get together to do this. Well, you know, I saw Dave uh, uh, Friday night. Uh, we went and had tacos together, okay. Dave Clements. Okay. And, you know, he mentioned that a little bit because the Grand Parsons birthday thing. And, and my wife and her sister, every year they go to his grave on his yes. birthday. Okay, really? And they take a leak, uh-huh. uh, both of them together. Okay. And on his grave. To put the fire out. Yeah. <laughs> but he mentioned that. It, this, it, and then I think I saw you at the Broad Theater where you guys were right. talking about that. You got to get it together. But you know what happened? But I had tacos with Dave Friday night. Do you know Dave celebrated this past Saturday his 67th birthday? Amazing. That guy looks so great. He looks looks like 47. Yes, he does. It's amazing. I figured he was last, at least minimum or maximum my dad's age. My dad is 60. So oh. I thought he's maybe he's sixty. No. He's maybe he's fifty-seven. He's sixty-seven years old, and <laughs> he looks like he sold. You know, like he's got an agreement with the devil or right, something. Right, yeah. right, right. Because he lo- now he swears he doesn't dye his hair, but I don't. I, uh, maybe a, a rinse or something. You know, I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah. his hair still looks good. He's still got a lot of hair. Yeah, um, yeah. Chick's still digging. The, he's the, skin the one nice. guest that we had on this show who walked out in the middle of the show. Because not, not out of anger, just out of confusion. Yeah, he just you know, he thought we, the show was over. Uh, well, we, he's yeah, got well, things I, to do. Yeah, he just he left his briefcase with <laughs> stuff like he, he that. didn't remember it the next. Yeah, the and next we went day. looking. Yeah, we yeah. drove all around and we went looking for him. We couldn't find him. He just it was during the break. He just oh, got okay. up and left. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. A, he, he a, thought the show was over. Yeah, I, was I, man, moment, I'm dying that we've been talking for years about doing some stuff with the Plowboys together and uh, like I said I was like sometimes I'm like this maybe this is my last bipolar red record I say that every record though yeah uh, this took six years to make this one happen so every year every it seems like more and more and more and more time and uh, I was like man it would be killer to just do some country music with Dave yeah he's he'd be like great. A, yeah, yeah before... a big brother uh, to me yeah I, actually guy. story about Dave Clemens Maybe the second time I ever went to the Circle Bar, I was about 21 years old, and uh, the gal I was living with kicked me out of the house. I'm sleeping at some lady from the bank's house on her couch in mid-city. It's like, I'm going to go down the Circle Bar. Plowboys are playing, and, you know, banker's hours, I got to be up at 7 a.m., So, and I have a few beers. I'm just kind of like, uh, you know, post-breakup kind of just sacked out. He's just ragging on me the whole night. He's just, and then I wake up and he's like, he's awake. 
and gives me a high five. <laughs> and then I was like, who would have known? Son of a bitch, I'd be front your band <laughs> 20 years later. Yeah, well, you know, New Orleans is a small town. It's always that's, I was like, that's, I'm going to tell that story our first gig together. Oh, right on. Right on. Well, so so, will you guys go and tour behind this uh, bipolaroid record? You think? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, we've got at least an East Coast tour and some European dates. Oh, no kidding! That we're discussing with the record label. It's a great record label out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, called Get Hip Recordings. They've been around since the mid '80s, doing garage rock, mm-hmm. putting out all the. Reissuing a lot of stuff, putting on a lot of great bands. Uh, the Gorys, Peg, Peggy's band. Oh, okay, sure. They did some uh, Seven Inches for her. Yeah, I um, love that uh, that singer from the Gorys. What's his name, man? I don't oh, know geez. his name, but he's he's, he's a great performer. They're good. And, yeah, it's escaping me at the moment. So yeah, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm excited to finally get this one out. We've had this record recorded and mixed for two years, and and uh, just trying to get on their schedule. They had a lot of records they had to put out and and also the amount of people pressing records now has has slowed down the process so now you you get put on these waiting lists mm, okay to put out your record because the, the record point. labels backed up for month to a, six months to a year a year and a half with other records are still waiting to get pressed there's so many record pressing Pressing. So I saw, uh, I saw that you were saying that you don't even make CDs anymore. Uh, they they'll make them still. I think they did actually for this this release. They did gonna, actually. Okay. They were not going to make one, and then they did finally at the last minute. They decided. Why wouldn't make, you make CDs for the old anymore? folks? For the old folks. Well, because because that's you, what the old timers listen to. Ben, yeah, because Ben was saying <laughs> CDs don't move, so they just make vinyl and downloads. So vinyl moves now? Well, oh, yeah. I mean, but... The young kids but, listen to the vinyl. But when they say they it stream, moves... The real young kids just stream. They don't they, buy anything. When yeah. they say it's, it moves, it, they don't move like CDs used to move. You know, it, okay. the whole thing is, is way down. They're mostly promotional. Like, this was just a mock-up just to give to... Uh, it's convenient to give to the radio station or something, you know. Right. And to okay. give to us? Is that... Is yeah, there, yeah, that's for you. <laughs> oh, cool. Because, you know, I, I do like to put a... Uh, we like to put a track of, oh, of, great, at great. the end of the podcast for, for our musical guests. So, you know, if you have one of those, you can tell us which one. Oh, you, absolutely. You'd like absolutely. to put... Yeah, which, so which track would you like Ooh, that's to put a, on the end of our show? Yeah, you could talk about man. it a little bit right now. And, yeah. And pro, you know, uh, uh, yeah. And, and uh, you know... We always the, pick the, the same songs The audience will get to hear at the end of this podcast. We'll do Back in the Old Black. Okay. Because the record is called Paint It Blacker. Painted, paint It Blacker. <laughs> yes. Because it's like, it's black, uh, everything's black now. Fuck it. Let's just make it... Just go Pour all the it way. on. Let's just go full speed. Okay. Let's all just right. go black, real black. Right. All right, so uh, let's, let's go fuck, back. Fuck everything. Let's go back to the black. You're a kid who's interested in music. You want to be a, a musician and stuff like that. So who's someone that you like? Mm. Who's someone out there that said that you listened to and said, well, As I a kid, can do you this. Mean, when I was a young man? Yeah. 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 Cause you're an old man now. Oh yeah, yeah. When I wait, a musician I know or a, no, like no. music influences. Yeah, yeah. yeah so someone who you know who, who bands that you that you struck your fancy. Yeah. Who I really liked um, this band in the '90s. They're called Guided by Voices. Okay. I had their record Alien Lanes. Guided by Voices. I had their record Alien Lanes. It was 30 songs. 
the record was like 38 minutes long. Really? So they just, it was like listening to... Um, and where are they from? Dayton, Ohio. Okay, so it's like 30 songs on one album. So it was like, listen, to, if you listen to, uh, what's the, uh, Captain Beefheart Trap Mask Replica or something, it's just like, bam, they're just coming out real fast, like the White Album or something, you know? So whatever happened to them? Oh, they're still playing. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I Oh, they got together. They did a reunion show. Actually, it's funny. They broke up finally. And then I decided <laughs> I was going to do. They broke up. I finally? was going to do <laughs> a tribute. A, right. a tribute for Halloween. <laughs> I was going to only do that period. I was going to do '95, '94. Uh-huh. Got by voices. We did three songs for the Halloween, and then a year later, they were back together. Oh, okay. Original guys from that period playing. They played One Eye Jacks, and uh, my good friend. He had toured with them. Okay. Frankie uh, Emerson. And uh, he's in a band called the Brian Jonestown Massacre. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's like, Bob, what's up? Let's hang out. Cool. We went upstairs and partied with those guys. The original guys, the guys that you were on when you're you're 15 and you look at the record and you read the the lyrics and you sit there because you got shit you can do to life except for listening to music. Uh, so I got to hang out with those guys, and we were just doing shots. We got trashed. <laughs> we got so trashed. And those guys drink. Yeah. Some of them do. Yeah. Some of, a few of them got scared of us because they were like, whoa, <laughs> these guys are going to make Bob fall off the wagon real hard. We're going <laughs> to. Now, have you seen that movie with the Brian Jonestown Massacre and dig, the Danny Warhols? Yes, dig, yeah. yeah. I watched that, it one time a long time ago. Yeah, I, that's a long, I watched it a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's pretty outrageous, though. Uh, what I remember of it, yeah, I, I can't. I only watched it one time, and uh, but it was good for them. Actually, got them back together, got them, got their career kind of re, right. going. Okay. So, so I heard. I don't know. Someone's gonna be listening. It's like, no, it didn't. Fuck you. <laughs> Doesn't They're matter what right. people are thinking. <laughs> no, right. you can. They can tell me. Correct me, please. <laughs> I'm not right about anything. Oh, that's you're right a, about something. Yeah. I feel like I, I'm in the uh, alumni or the, the not the echelon, but the, the court of the troubled men. You know, I, I'm, I'm in there. I'm, I'm, well, I'm what, the I next... rem- what I remember from that documentary is there was a lot of fighting going on. There's a lot of fighting. And I think that's what bands need, they're fighting. They need to fight to, you know, to get you. To, they, to, can get the, they can push some guys to a more creative level. I definitely tried to... Uh, Tried that approach for a while. Yeah. And uh, it pissed a lot of people off. But I was yeah. just like, I'm just trying to get passion on you. I'm just trying to get, right. yeah. I'm just trying to get yeah. you to fucking play the best you can, like football coach style. Right, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think that the passion comes out. So it does come out. It then make me look like an asshole sometimes, too. But I was just trying to get good records. I don't know happen. if you know this, Ben, but I was actually in a band for a while. Yes. I was in a band for a while. I just Two thought you stages. used to work out a lot. I was telling, <laughs> I was telling him. I was like, we got in here. It's like, where's Manny? Is he working out with Henry Rollins right now? Because <laughs> no, no, I was no. like, I saw that video yeah, yeah. when I was a young man. Yeah. I was like. Before was you like, knew Manny, you saw They're still that? working out. 
No, oh, when okay. he when his first film, he was, his film was coming out. Yes, yeah. yes. I went to, to the, the I went to the movies and saw it. Right. Oh, okay. Oh, you know the thing that bugs me about that Henry Rollins video. If you see it on YouTube, me working out with Henry Rollins. The thing that pisses me off is you look at all the comments. And everyone's saying how funny Henry is. But you know what? I'm the funniest guy in that fucking video. I think yeah. you should do a, a revisit of that video 17 years later, <laughs> just like me. I went full circle. Okay. Get, get, get and now, Henry and now, back and now you And now you pump up Henry. Now you're like, Rollins, you can't lift nothing. Yeah, you can't like, do come nothing. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you're old. He's great. I still have my hair. He's gray and big time. I great. saw that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, what are you saying, Renee? Well, I was going to say, you know, we, we've had a, a couple of celebrity deaths recently that, that really touched me. You know, I don't know if you knew this band, The Muffs. Um, Kim oh, Shattuck. Yeah, just yeah. Exactly I our age. A, when uh, I was, a band I yeah. loved because uh, I, I saw him, you know, opening for like. Uh, Liz Fair at one point. Maybe I saw him opening for um, the Breeders or something. Saw yeah. him a number of times. Really great, like very melodic punk rock band. And, and this girl was a singer. She was exactly our age, Manny. Um, and apparently she... she uh, She's came, dead? She came down with ALS two years ago and just passed away a few days ago. So it went very quickly. But then also Ginger Baker, who has been on death's door for about uh, 50 years, uh, passed away. And also Rip Taylor, which was a very you know you know the, the great crying comedian Rip Taylor with the confetti. He died and, years ago. No, I no, he just died yesterday or today. Really? Yes. Yeah, he died yeah. again. Yes. He died again. He died a, a thousand deaths. So right. I saw Tommy Larkins, the drummer with uh, Jonathan Richmond, who's been playing drums with Jonathan for like thirty years at this point. He's he, dead too. No, no, no. He's still alive. So Tommy Larkins uh, today. Uh, posted something on social media and it, it said, you know, uh, this guy was a real hero of mine. In fact, he was a big inspiration for me uh, uh, starting to play drums. And of course, you think he's going to say Ginger Baker. And then you, you flip down and it's Rip Taylor. because <laughs> Rip, Rip Taylor, rest in peace. <laughs> okay, Tommy Watson's a funny guy, man. Wow, Rip Taylor just died? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. old was he? Um, I think he was 80. Which you would think that he was he was older than that, but they they went into his whole. So career. he never had the AIDS. No, 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 no. He never no. got the AIDS. No, no, never had the never had the hiv. Because he was he was out there, man. Well, he in he, West Hollywood. Apparently, man. he had a long time partner with his so, feathers and stuff. Right. Well, he was his confetti. He was he was definitely out, but uh, he I, I think he might have had a long term partner that uh, you know they were committed. So maybe they were uh, you know they they avoided. That's it just through, a shtick, Manny. <laughs> it was just just a shtick. He was really yeah, he was really. Arrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like John Wayne. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so his, apparently his, he started off as, he was known as the crying comedian because back in his early career he was telling jokes and nobody was laughing at all. So, God, that was my, that should have been me. Well, so, so what he, he said, he said, I started to pretend to cry and uh -huh. beg people for laughs and it killed. He said the audience loved this the shtick of, of me crying and begging for laughs and 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 uh, so like he was on the Ed Sullivan show a whole bunch of times and at that time known as the crying comedian. Of course, we know him from the Gong uh, Show. The Gong Show. Yeah, and, and he, he was, did the dollar you know, ninety eight 
beauty pageant. Yes, yes that's right. Exactly. And uh, Hollywood Squares. He was yeah. often on that. And the the Carson show, you know, if yeah, you, he if you watch Car- those old Johnny Carson shows, he was oh, yeah. he was a favorite of, that's of what Carson's. I loved about the Carson shows. Nobody was culturally relevant. It was just... This is my living room, and oh, Bob Hope has stopped by. Right. <laughs> it's like the same guys, but it was just like, oh, the guy from the neighborhood came over to eat your popcorn and hang out. And that's what's brilliant about that that show back then. You don't get that now if everyone's pushing something. Right. Like me right now, pushing, pushing, pushing your product. Uh, paint it You're a pusher, Ben. I, well, you know what I, I loved about Carson was he... I would just come on here just to hang out. Really. <laughs> I want to come on next week. Yeah, that's what, we're, that's what we're doing. But, like, Carson was so good at setting people up, you know, and, and he had such a rapport. Like, I, I would love when uh, um, Burt Reynolds would come on with Johnny Carson. Those were hysterical uh, um, appearances because, you know, uh, Burt Reynolds had that very dry sense of humor, and, and Carson would set him up, and he would crack Carson up. I don't know. You, you remember those, Manny? Those yeah. I, you don't I, even have I, to remember them. Yeah, you just say them. They're on the he, TV yeah, store. Burt Reynolds posed naked. He did. In Playgirl magazine. Right. right. And, and, uh, and Rip Taylor was, he was the first Taylor. one in line to buy yeah, that, that, episode, yeah, that, uh, that yeah, issue. Yeah, exactly. Good for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I thought he died years ago. You know, it's, it's, it's... So, well, speaking of people who died years ago, there's a new... Uh, uh, Judy Garland movie coming out. Are you going to be first in line to see that movie? No, Maybe? but you're going to be first in line to cry, probably. Well, you know, I I, I I was interested in the movie, but then I was talking to to Glenn Styler yesterday about it, and he goes, he said, I saw, he goes, you know, I love Judy Garland, of course, you know, we all do. Uh-huh. She's so talented, but uh, okay. you know, with Renee Zellweger uh, singing, apparently the like doing the vocal parts in, in all these things. You know, it's it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to hear somebody trying to sing like Judy Garland, and of course, only Judy Garland well, can, yeah, yeah, can do yeah. that. Right, like, so. Why wouldn't they just dub in Judy Garland's vocals for the few scenes where they need that? And, so. Well, I heard that the film is about her last like five years of her life. It's uh-huh. not like the early career. Sure, her voice sure. is all cracked out already. Yeah, she's she's uh, she's a I junkie. Well, she's but she, but she always had such an emotional connection. That was the thing about Judy Garland, you know. I need a cigarette. Yes, <laughs> you know, you could see Judy Garland I'm even singing at, <laughs> into the rainbow. Even at the very end, you know, she she had such a tremendous emotional. Um, Reservoir or ability to to access emotion that uh, okay. that's what people love about. All right, um, I need a, a cigarette. Yeah, I just yeah. beat a camel on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, Judy's. Yeah, she's okay. Yeah, yeah okay. She's a good yeah. kid. She's a good kid. Yeah, um, I I I'm gonna go see the movie. You are okay. Yeah. Well, let me know how it is, and maybe yeah, I'll, I'll wait for your review. Maybe yeah. you can do a review on the next Twelve Men podcast if you if you go. You know, if week. I can make it. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'll go see it because I I like Renee Zellweger. Sure. And uh, me and her had an affair. Do you know that, Ben? Really? Yeah, no. we had an affair. Is there a video? No, there's no video. There's Did only one shot. <laughs> it's the money shot? It's the money shot. She peed on you in a bed. Well, she said... Obama slept in... No, it's, it's like a three-second photo where I... She says, stop it. (laughs) 
So that's it. That's funny. Anyway, that's man. all I got. All right. All right. All right. So Ben Glover, it's good to see you again. It's great. You know, we don't get you know, we don't hang out that much. We gotta do this more. Yeah, we have to do this. We gotta find out where you hang out now. Yeah, I don't hang out anywhere really. In the ring room. That's that's the the only his house or the ring room, you know. I'm coming here, I'm getting a membership. Yeah, get a membership and I'll see you. And we could be naked (laughs) together in the steam room. Okay, all right. Well something to look forward (laughs) to. As long as there's drinks involved. (laughs) We can get a drink and go into the steam room together if you want. You know. hmm. Yeah. If you know, I don't want that. No, let's call our <laughs> wives instead. We'll call our wives instead. I'm not married, but... But anyway, you have anything day. else to promote? Because uh, I got to go. I got to be up at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Holy cow. Yeah, I got to be up at 6 no, a.m. No, no, I don't. I, I have no, you won't see me again, maybe. You have something to promote? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I did this Susan Cowsill covered in vinyl uh, uh, Jackson Brown show. And it went terrific. I love Susan Castle. She's a thrilling performer. And uh, went well. So we actually have another one uh, on the books now. On November 9th at Chicky Wawa, we're gonna, going to be doing uh, Carly Simon. Oh, so, God. How so, boring uh, is that? Oh, no, no. It'll, it'll, be, it'll be great. It'll be very well attended. <laughs> I, I, I did stumble upon a, a bit the other day. We, the Iguanas were playing uh, uh, down in the, in the French market. And we were all meeting... In, in a, we all had parking passes, and we're pulling in. I'm coming in the parking lot there, and the, I see the van, but the van is backing up. And I, I, I'm wondering, what the fuck is, where is the van going? They're leaving this spot. And so the, the, the driver of the van, Joe Cabral, has the window rolled down. I roll my window down, and I start screaming, hey, man, where the fuck are you going? But really loud, there's a car in between us. And he uh-huh. goes, he goes, uh, Fuck you, man. Uh, uh, you know, leave me alone. I said, look, man, if I have to get out of this fucking car, I'm going to drag you out of that van and beat you to death. And, but this is like over a parking lot, and there's people around. They're looking at us. They're thinking this is real, you know? And I thought, well, this is actually kind of fun, but maybe not. I know, it, was, it was more fun if you were there than, than in my retail. So what happened? Well, so we kept that up for a while, and, and uh, people were kind of getting away from us because they thought we were actually going to get out of our cars and so fight. this is a fake news thing uh, well it's i have a, no idea what you're saying yeah, I, I don't know either. yeah it's, it's, so it's you're a, is a parking argument that's wait, really not a parking argument yeah it's, it's just kind of a little funny fun thing to do between band members it's a hoax. Uh, it's a okay. hoax yes it was a hoax all right well yeah okay i get it all right well, yeah all right <laughs> well listen we like to say on the podcast trouble men podcast we like to say yes Trouble never ends. But the struggle continues. Good night, everybody. Good Good night, night, everybody. Everybody's talking all about the new black. But it looks just the same to me. Everybody's talking all about the new black. But it looks just the same you'll see back in the old